Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, welcome back. We're live in the Prop Swap Studios, AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. And here we go, coming back from the weekend. Uh, I don't know. I guess there's something to talk about here tonight with our NFL Eagles insider, John McMullen. Follow John at JF McMullen, phillyvoice.com, si.com, and host of Extending the Play every Saturday morning. We extended it this Saturday, 9 a.m. to 11. It's typically 10 to 11. Uh, And let's bring John into the conversation now. Head coach Jeffrey Lurie today, John, says uh, no quarterback competition allowed. No soup for you. Okay. We'll uh, we'll have to get him back on the line here. John hung up on me. Um, (laughs) So let's get John right back here. I'm just going to do it on the air. But I can't wait to get John's thoughts about this, obviously. It's... uh, not not a surprise that Jeffrey Lurie Hey John, you're live on the air. What's going on, man? Hey guys, how are you? Doing well. Uh so head coach Jeffrey Lurie today says no quarterback competition. You gotta fill us in here. <laughs> yeah, uh I you know, there's a couple ways to look at this. One, uh, we've talked about this a lot in the past. I mean, that's not for the owner to say, and obviously if you know Chris Mortensen's history with the Eagles, uh, I mean, he's, he's plugged in directly to Jeffrey Glory. So I, I, it's a very credible report, number one. So for those who are going to lean on that crutch, um, that he didn't do this, that's all base he did. Um, and that, that's not what you should be doing as an owner. We've talked about it. And in a lot of ways, you know, whatever comparison you want to make and the most obvious one would be Jerry Jones, and he just signed Dak Prescott to a record-breaking deal moments ago. But, you know, at least he owns it. You know, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't hide. He doesn't pretend it isn't going on. He, he's, he calls himself the president of the GM, and, and he does the work. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But you also have to take the heat for it. And... Look, it's it's possible that the scouts in this organization um, look at that number six pick and say a quarterback is not worthy of going there. Whether you know that's because Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, Justin Fields goes before that. But if there's somebody there at that position that they think is the best way for this team to go, that's what they have to do. And, and for Jeffrey Lurie to, 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 to come out and say this in March, I mean, 
it also pegs you to the rest of the league and says, okay, if you're Carolina, if you're Denver, you might want a quarterback. You might think you have to go above the Eagles. Uh, you don't have to do that anymore. So even from a strategy standpoint, it's not a huge deal. I don't want to overblow it, but uh, it could affect you in that way. It's just it's it's a it's a disaster, and this continues a trend um, that has basically uh, been heading in a negative direction ever since Chip Kelly left the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and this is this guy seizing more and more and more power. And obviously, Nick Sirianni isn't going to stop it. Howie Roseman isn't going to stop it. So that's where you are as a as a Philadelphia Eagles fan. And by the way, I don't think they care because they're in that mode where okay, Carson Wentz is gone. Now they're blindly loyal to Jalen Hurts. Look, I hope Jalen Hurts turns into a star quarterback in this league. But to say he's going to be as the 53rd overall pick who started four games and lost three of them, completed 52% of his passes, that's insanity. How did this come out, John? Like, that's what I want to know. Where, okay, Chris Mortensen, I'm not doubting the report. How did this get reported? Was Mort talking to Jeffrey Lurie and Lurie said, yeah, put it out there? So only one guy wanted this out there, and he put it out. And he put it out there, and it, 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 it's from Jeffrey Laurie. And Jeffrey Laurie has told this team to build around Jalen Hurts. Now you can you can defend that if you want. Um, that's fine, and it might have ended up that way anyway. As I said, if you leave it to the own devices uh, of the scouts and the personnel department and the coaching staff, they might decide that's the right way to go. But they have to make that decision. And they don't have to make that decision in March. So, I, I mean, it, it's overbearing on a couple levels. Uh, but the fact that you're, you're basically hamstringing this group and saying, okay, forget about Justin Fields, uh, forget about Mac Jones, which I don't think they would take anyway. Forget about Trey Lance, who I don't think they would take anyway. Put those guys off the table. They're not in play. That's not the way you run a football organization. It just isn't. I agree with you, and there's so much here. But let's say it is the way you run a football organization. Don't don't put it out there from that standpoint. Like, just yeah, just don't. Well, exactly. That's like, come the on. Part. That might be worse. Yeah, it might be. It might be. Because, as I said, you know, that might help you in the draft. If, if, you, if you're saying, if you're Carolina, for instance, and you haven't been able to fix your quarterback issue, uh, and you're sitting there on draft day, um, and you're Kevin Costner, and, and you, you're the worst general manager in the history of the world, uh, and <laughs> You know, you're sitting there and seeing the Eagles at number six, uh, and Justin Fields is on the board. Well, you're, you're going to say the Eagles are going to take Justin Fields, uh, so I better go up and get him. Well, in theory, if you're Jeffrey Lurie, you don't want Justin Fields. You told your organization not to take Justin Fields. So if Carolina jumps up and takes him, that means a player that you might want falls down a spot. And you have a better player or a better potential decision to make 
between two or three players or whatever. It just doesn't make any sense on multiple levels. And and I I, I don't know if there's there's good decisions, there's bad decisions, and everybody will tell you this. Sometimes you make a right decision and it and it works out poorly. Sometimes you make a bad decision and it works out okay for you. But if you want to be consistently good, you stack good decisions. This isn't a good decision. There's no way to spin it. The only people spinning this in any positive direction are, are blindly loyal partisans. That's it. If you're just a blindly loyal fan, you'll spin it in a positive direction. There's no positive positivity here. None. I want your thoughts on this interaction on Twitter Les Bowen for the Philadelphia Inquirer tweeted out, great respect for Mort Report, but if the Eagles really are sure about Jalen Hurts going forward, that's a conclusion they have to come to very, very, very recently. recently. And I don't think he's produced any new tape to evaluate. Chris Mortensen replied. He said, I would not report the Eagles have internal uh, unanimity on Hurts as QB1, but sources say the boss, Jeffrey Lurie, has instructed his group to prioritize making Hurts successful in 2021 as opposed to creating a true competition that makes things even worse so he's implying not everyone in the organization even feels this way on top of him laying the law down uh with this decision because how could you feel that way if you're if you're a football person if you're a personnel person and and by the way people have jumped over all over me on twitter it's just common sense you're not it's not negative to say Jalen Hurts has a, a lot to prove. He's got a good upside. He's got a good ceiling. He might turn into a long-term starting quarterback in this league. But you don't know that. The Eagles don't know that after four games with admittedly a bad supporting cast, a guy who completed 52% of the passes, which is a disaster, worse than Carson Wentz. How could you be comfortable with this as your starting quarterback? Uh, You know, Randy Mueller also tweeted, I don't know if you saw him, he's former GM in the Saints, and and it was a little bit of tongue-in-cheek, but he, quote, tweeted and said, tanking, question mark? And they're not, and that's the interesting part of it, because this is is what he wants to do. This is his plan. This is Jeffrey Sawyer's plan. Plan and he's sold on Jalen Hurts, and he's got his football people in the building who are not sold on Justin Hurts. Uh, Jalen Hurts, sorry, I'm getting Justin Fields mixed up with Jalen Hurts. Uh, and it, it, this is where you are. And look, I know people don't have a lot of respect for Howie Roseman. They don't know the personnel department. They're all football people. They're all football guys, so to speak. They're not sold on on Jalen Hurts for a good reason, because they shouldn't be sold on. That doesn't mean he can't play. It just means there's, you know, he's the 53rd overall pick in the draft. He doesn't have the same skill set of a Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. He just doesn't. That's the reason he was picked 53rd, not fifth or third or first. He doesn't. So now you have to look at the other stuff. And by the way, he's got a lot of the other stuff. He's got a tremendous work ethic. He's a natural leader. People gravitate towards him. I've said this over and over again on this show, Ryan. There's a lot of good things there. But the bottom line is 
He was 53rd for a reason, and most teams in this league thought the Eagles took him too early. So, I, I mean, <laughs> and then you have the owner saying, you know, what is the owner? It's interesting because Jeffrey Lurie's owned this team for 26 years. I've been covering the NFL for about 25 years. So it's almost the same level. Obviously, he makes a lot more money than me. But I've been around this, this industry for a long time. And I don't have the hubris or the ego to say, I know how to scout players better than scouts and personnel people. Jeffrey Lurie does. And maybe that comes in with the money part of it. Talking with John McMullen, our NFL Eagles insider. Follow him on Twitter at JF McMullen. So does this news today change or confirm what they are going to do with that sixth overall pick? Because, And here's like a side note, my opinion, John. If Chase is there, you get him. You give Jalen Hurts the the season. If he completely sinks and doesn't swim, you're going to be right back in this similar position a year from now, and you assess who's that quarterback in that year's draft, and maybe you have a legitimate wide receiver, a young receiver entering year two. So it's like, okay, I, I can even get behind that logic or that game plan, but it's just how they're going to go about it, direction from you know the, the man above, the dictator. Uh, so just what's your thoughts on all that? Well, a couple things, because I've heard that from other people as well. And, you know, I, I would go back to sort of what I said when the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts and, and about having that uh, human nature effect on Carson Wentz. Turned out to be that was a disaster. Uh, even I didn't think it would be as bad as it developed into. But what is the assumption if, okay, Jalen Hurts is you-know-what in the bed this year. And that rookie receiver, and it's probably not going to be Jamar Chase. It's probably going to be Devontae Smith or uh, Jalen Waddell or Kyle Pitts as a tight end. So it, that's probably one of the three players you're looking at. Uh, what's to assume that he isn't neg- negatively affected by poor quarterback playing his rookie season? And who's to say having a terrible rookie season doesn't affect that player into the future? And who's to say, in fact, scouts will say it's very early in the process. Things can change. Zach Wilson's a perfect example of this. He wasn't considered to be a top pick. But right now, the quarterbacks in next year's draft aren't considered as good as the quarterbacks in this year's draft. So you have to take all of that into account. And the fact that Howie Roseman, again, I, I know people don't trust Howie Roseman, don't care what Howie Roseman thinks, but he has said time and time again, if you're up in this position and you like a quarterback, you better take him. So it all comes down to evaluation. If the Eagles don't like Justin Fields, they shouldn't take him if he's there. But they should have the option to do that. And it seems like Jeffrey Lurie took that away. Again, I go back to my original point. That can't be spun in a positive direction. Even if it works out, it is not a positive direction because it signals further problems in the future where he's going to stick his nose where it doesn't belong, and it's not going to be good decision, good decision, good decision, good decision because the guy making those decisions doesn't have – 
the expertise to make those decisions. That's the problem. All right, so hear me out for a second on what I'm about to say, and I, I agree with everything you're saying, but shouldn't – all right, if I'm the owner of this of this franchise, okay, if I'm Jeffrey Lurie and, you know, we just traded Carson Wentz, everything we've been through with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz and now Jalen Hurts, isn't it fair to factor in what this team and what this locker room has been through? And if you're the owner or you know someone at, at, at the higher up level, even in the front office, you're saying, all right, we, we don't we don't want this noise again this year. You know, even if we maybe want to look at a quarterback, we don't we don't want this this drama and controversy. It's not going to be good for the locker room. Everyone in that locker room needs to know who the guy is, and we're just going to build elsewhere and see how this season plays out. Like I, I do get that mindset and that approach. Once again, I just don't agree with how this all came out today. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with that. I've always said you don't want controversy at the quarterback position. Um, so uh, I, there's going to be consistency there, and I'm going to continue to talk about the consistency there. The difference is uh, this time it's not the entrenched starter that you gave a record contract to at the time. Um, it's, a, it's a young quarterback in a second year who hasn't proven a thing. So it, it's it's demonstrably different. Um, and the second part is, well, look, I, I mean, yeah, I think that's part of it. They don't want to go through it again. So they're acknowledging a mistake in the past. Uh, but, again, you don't make a mistake. Uh, you, 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 you don't just, you know, demand not doing something again because you egregiously mishandled it the first time. You learn from the first mistake, and, and then you hopefully don't do it again when you have the established starter, they do not have an established starter. Well, let me correct that. They do have an established starter, but only because he was decreed that by the owner of the football team. Now, and understand, and this is where I'm talking about, it's not going to be good decision, good decision, good decision by meddling owner. He's already made bad decisions. He already fired the Super Bowl winning coach. You have a novice head coach. You have a novice coaching staff, incredibly young, incredibly inexperienced. Now you have a novice quarterback, incredibly young, incredibly inexperienced, being the starter by not the coach, not the personnel department that drafted him, but by the owner. I, you know, it's like mistake, and we'll erase that mistake by making another mistake, and then we'll make another mistake to erase that mistake. I prefer to get it right, and get it right is getting the quarterback. And, and again, it all comes down, and I'll keep saying this, it all comes down to evaluation. Maybe they don't want any of these quarterbacks. That's a possibility. Yeah. But they should be allowed to evaluate them and put them in the mix if they're available. And I don't see how anybody can disagree with that point. And the only people who are disagreeing with that point, again, are the blind partisans who only care about cheerleaders and pom-poms and saying everything is great. Everything isn't great. The owner is unhinged. The owner's Jerry Jones without the personality. I've already said that. That's who he is. And you, you make a great point just about, <laughs> like, 
you're coming out and saying this this year. It it honestly is just horrible timing and a horrible mindset to put this out there after what they did last year. And you can make an argument Jalen Hurts could handle it. Like he seems like the type of guy that if you draft the quarterback, he's going to say, "All right, let's go to work. I'll see you in camp, bro. Let's compete." Where Carson Wentz, he's going to be that guy, right? You're right, Ryan. And, he is going to be that guy, and he is more equipped to handle it from a personal standpoint. But here, here here's the larger point. I think, you know, if we look at this two, three years down the line, you know, people are going to be spiking the football and saying Johnny Mack's wrong if Jalen Hurts turns into a star player. No, I said he could turn into a star player. What I guarantee you is these are not going to be consistently good decisions moving forward for two reasons. The ones in the future were bad decisions, and Jeffrey Lurie would only be, be further empowered by the fact that he was correct on this particular decision to seize more decision-making and to make more decrees. And again, he's not capable of doing that on a consistent fashion. Eagles fans should be very upset by this and they don't realize why. Yeah, it's, um, it's horrible, but it's also nothing new, but it's just, (laughs) you were hoping Lori had some common sense left in the tank or in that brain of his, like, the timing of it and how it came out with everything else going on that you and I have already detailed here in this conversation alone. It's just like, dude, how stupid can you really be? Yeah. And look, I I mean, I I do think part of it is, and and if you don't trust, um, and if you don't trust the general manager to make good decisions, then you should have fired the general manager and gotten a new general manager. Uh, if you don't trust the young coaching staff uh, to make good decisions, well, you shouldn't have brought them in here. So it, it seems to be you, you have a guy who is purposefully uh, bringing in um, young talent uh, as far as the coaching staff goes, uh, who obviously are not going to push back. They're not going to raise their – you know, it's interesting. I was talking to Mark Eckel, who covered this team today for uh, a long time for the, the Trenton Times, and he was here basically the entire Jeffrey Lurie era. And I asked him about Andy Reid. And, and after Andy Reid um, got established, because remember, early Andy Reid didn't have a reputation, but after he got established, you know, was he this way? And, and, and Mark kind of surprised me because he said Jeffrey's always been this way always been sticking his nose into things, but Andy would just ignore him. Well, I, I mean, Nick Sirianni doesn't have the power to do that and get away with it. Doesn't. Yeah. Doug, Doug Peterson didn't have the personality for that. So until you get a, a head coach uh, who has that type of personality and has that type of power because of the success you're in trouble. You're in trouble. How do you think the head coaching staff or the coaching staff and the head coach, Nick Sirianni, are, are taking all of this today? And we, we have no idea, but just speculation. Uh, I, they're taking it like they're thrilled to have a job. I, I mean, yeah, I, they're not upset. Right, that's why they were they're hired. They're not upset at all. Right. Uh, you know, he's, got, he's one of 32 head coaches in the NFL. You know, they brought in Brian Johnson, who's known Jalen Hurts since he was four. 
uh, to be the quarterbacks coach. Um, they're going to try to make a go of it. I, it's not it's not a problem from their aspect because I, I think he put that inexperienced staff in the place on purpose for this particular reason to just sort of do what they're told, and they'll do what they're told. But that's not a recipe for long-term success in the NFL. We're going to have to get more into this tomorrow and I'm sure throughout the week, and we'll see what else comes of it. Uh, before we a break here, John, just give us your thoughts and any details on this Dak Prescott uh, contract extension or new deal becoming official here not too long ago tonight. Four years, $160 million. Largest signing bonus of all time. It's interesting. My first thought was, you just saw the penalty of waiting for the Dallas Cowboys and how much money they had to pay Dak Prescott. You know, he's a very good quarterback, uh, but let's face it, he's nowhere near the best quarterback in the NFL, but that's how this works. Uh, and then you saw the penalty of acting too early with the Philadelphia Eagles and Carson Wentz and $33.8 million of dead money. Uh, so it was interesting. But, uh, you know, what always – it proves – it's not the money. It's not the contract. It's getting it right about the player. And it's, it is that evaluation. And we'll see how Dak Prescott uh, handles things coming off a, a significant injury. Obviously, he had all the leverage. Uh, it's going to be tremendous pressure on him because of that contract. It's going to be hard to live up to. Um, yeah, and if you think about that rivalry that was shaping up Carson Wentz versus Dak Prescott for years and years and years, it's turned into Dak Prescott coming off injury. Uh, Jalen Hurts coming to Philadelphia in the worst division, maybe in the NFL. I don't think anybody saw that coming. No, I certainly didn't. It, uh, it escalated quickly as uh, Ron Burgundy once said. So, uh, all right, John, follow John at J.F. McMullen, phillyvoice.com, new article up on si.com, and you can listen to him every Saturday morning on Extending the Play. We'll get more into this tomorrow, John. All right, thanks, Ryan. Yep, thank you. There he is, Johnny Mook. Uh, A lot there, a lot there. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.